the relationship we have with ourselves is so important, right? It's like that ultimate relationship of being your own best friend. And we talk a lot about self-care and self-love and self-care is really like developing those habits or those acts of self-care, I mean, of self-love. And so knowing how you best receive love can help you when you're talking about self-care. Hey there, I'm Ani Michalski, wellness coach, therapist, and mom to half a dozen amazing kiddos. This podcast is for moms who desperately need a break, but refuse to take one. You know who you are. You have a jam-packed schedule, and you're so busy doing everything for everyone else, you don't leave any time for you. What's up with that? Well, no more. Take off your superwoman cape and learn how to put yourself on your to-do list. This is the Moms Without Capes podcast. Hey there, super moms. What you're listening to today has been recorded live inside my Facebook community, Moms Without Capes. Because of this, you may hear me talking to the moms who are tuning in live and leaving comments in real time. But know that the content is super valuable and meant to help you discover and fall in love with who you are underneath your super mom cape. If you want to be part of my amazing community of moms who are getting comfortable with hanging up their capes, and be there at the live recordings of this podcast? Come find us on Facebook or check out the show notes for the link to join my group, Moms Without Capes. Hope to see you in the group. Today we're talking about the five love languages. Oops, I forgot to grab the book. Hold on one second. This is based on, this is funny, um, the five love languages by Gary Chapman. And then we've got, I've got a few other ones, you know, they've got the five love languages for teenagers, the five love languages for children. There are, I think there's quite a bit more than these, but this is the basic one. So if you're interested in what we're going to talk about today, check out this book um, by Gary Chapman. And I will put the link to this in the show notes or in the, um, and also in the comment section, if you're watching this on Facebook. So the the love languages, just in case you're not familiar with them, I know many of you are familiar with it, but in case you're not, um, these are the the ways that you give and receive love. So if you're familiar with it, let me know in the comments. Let me know what your take on it. Let me know what your love language is. If If you've read the book or if you've taken quizzes, there's lots of quizzes online to find out what your love language is. There's even various apps. In fact, my husband and I, we just downloaded, it's called the Love Nudge, I think is what the app is called, but it actually helps, um, like you connect it with your spouse and, or your partner, and it allows you, it gives you reminders. After, well, first you have to each take a quiz to see what your love language is. And then once you do that and you connect accounts, then it actually like nudges you or gives you reminders how to fill the other person's love tank. So how to fill your partner's love tank. So for me, my love language, and then it also, um, you don't, you have a primary love language, but you have, I mean, of course you, you feel loved by the other languages as well. And I'll get into it in a minute and share with you what the love languages are, but it allows you to fill the other person's love tank based on what their love language is and for you to feel loved so that your partner is aware of how you feel loved the most. And so for me, my primary love language 
And even though I have the other ones as well, my primary one is gift giving. And so what that means is by when I receive gifts, that's when I feel the most loved. Or when I give gifts, that's when I feel like I'm showing love. Um, but the thing is, is if the other person, if their primary love language isn't giving gifts, they're not feeling that love. So like in my husband's case, his primary love language is um, words of affirmation. And so his, his actual, when they ranked it, when, when he does the quiz and they rank like the love language, actually the, his fifth love language is buying gifts. So when I go ahead and give him a gift, he's not feeling as much love as I, I want him to feel. And so being aware of that is going to allow you to give love according to that other person's love language. And like, like I just showed you at the beginning of this video, there's the love languages of children and the love languages of teenagers. And so when you are aware of how each of your children feel most loved, when you know their love language, then you can make sure that you are giving them love in those manners, like primarily in those manners. So um, the love, the five love languages, and it doesn't matter, like it's the, it's the same. When Gary Chapman wrote these books, um, he goes by the, the very similar love languages, like the five main ones, and just adapts them to the different relationships. So the five love languages are words of affirmation, acts of service, receiving gifts, quality time, and physical touch. So those are the five main love languages. And it's important to know not only what your love language is, but what the love language is of the person who you're in a relationship with. Love languages are have to do with the ways that you give and receive love in a relationship. And as we, you know, especially if you're in my Moms Without Capes Facebook group, the relationship we have with ourselves is so important, right? It's like that ultimate relationship of being your own best friend. And we talk a lot about self-care and self-love and self-care is really like developing those habits or those acts of self-care, I mean, of self-love. And so knowing how you best receive love can help you when you're talking about self-care. We were talking, we're about to head into, um, depending on when you're listening to this or watching this, next, mon next Monday on May 2nd, we will be kicking off another Moms Without Cape self-care challenge. That's May 2nd. And this is going to be five days of intentional self-care where you will show, you will learn, sorry, you will learn how to practice self-care or practice self-love, right? Because self-care really is just those acts of self-love that you implement on a daily basis, how you best take care of yourself. And so we are going to head into that. So this week, this, actual, this video today is gonna give you an eye into how you can best show yourself self-love right? Like give you some ideas of ways that you can practice self-care as we go into that challenge. If you haven't registered yet, be sure to register. I'll put the link in the comment section um, of this video inside the group. You'll probably have seen that there's lots of posts if you're in my Moms Without Kids Facebook group. If you're not, come on in because that's where the challenge is taking place. And you're going to 
get registered so that you'll be eligible for the prizes and get the daily emails, which will receive the, which will then outline what the daily missions are throughout the five day challenge. Five days, come on moms, you can do this. So by knowing your self-love language, you will know how to invest in yourself and be able to focus on like that self-care and get really get the most bang for your buck. I don't know a better way to say that, but when you are practicing self, like when you know your love language, then you can just kind of, you already know how you receive self-love, how you most feel it. And so you can just skip over other things and, and know what to do in order to show you, show yourself that love. Now, I do want to do a caveat here. If you are familiar with self or with the love languages and you already know what your love language is, that doesn't automatically mean that your self-love language is the same. Yes, I do repeat that. Your love language may not be the same as your self-love language. So I do want to make that caveat so that you are aware of you could hear my daughter here. Like I said, they're homesick today. <laughs> she came down to my office to get some paper and here comes my dog. He's going to start snoring. So I just want to make that clear. He is a pug and he snores really loud. And I have this heater in here because my office is in the basement. So every time I turn the heater on, if I close the door, he'll scratch at the door the entire time and like wear the paint off the door. So I have to leave my door open, but that means that he comes in and lays down and just starts snoring away. So you'll probably hear him in the background. So the first self-love language that I wanna talk about today is the words of affirmation. And this is where you are thinking self-love, right? You may love hearing compliments and knowing what, well, Okay. All right. I'll be up in a minute to deal with it. All right. <laughs> so this is, um, if you're, if you're familiar, if you've been listening to me for a while, I've, you probably have heard me mentioned, I've done a few podcast episodes and videos about the inner mean girl. And this is where you learn to quiet the inner mean girl, because what I mean by that is the self-criticism and, um, those words that we say to ourselves that are not the most compassionate, not the most loving, we learn to quiet those voices, the self-doubts, um, you know, just our inner critic. We learn to quiet her. And instead, we learn how to talk to ourselves like we would our best friend or like we would a child or like we would somebody who we love and care about. So the words of affirmations isn't just affirmations, right? It's not like just saying like, oh, I am successful. I am beautiful, right? Those are affirmations. And, and a lot of times those don't serve you, especially if you're not believing them. So in my, in my group, every Monday, I post affirmations and these affirmations are realistic affirmations. They're affirmations that speak into the present moment and they're not just far out there unbelievable affirmations, especially if you're coming from a place where that inner mean girl is loud. So it takes time and practice and patience to be able to quiet that inner mean girl and learn to treat ourselves compassionate. So when you are, if your self-love language is, language is words of affirmation, it may mean that you keep a running list of your strengths 
or a running list of things that you've done that you've overcome or successes that you've had in your life. Just that daily reminder, maybe a mantra, maybe you do make it a daily practice to say affirmations and to feel those affirmations. It's giving yourself a compliment each day, looking in the mirror and looking at your total self and saying, dang girl, you look good, right? Like if your love language, self-love language is words of affirmation, you wanna make sure that you're including words of affirmation each and every day as a way of showing yourself love. So the second self-love language is acts of service. And this is where you're doing self-love. I got a reminder. I do an outline every week when I'm doing my Facebook lives. Sometimes I make my sentences way too long. So you enjoy setting things up and preparing things for yourself to make life easier for you later on. So basically your past self is showing your future self self-love or showing yourself love. So it's like acts of kindness for your future self. This might look like preparing your meals or even like um, meal planning. So what I mean by that is like you are, your, your present self or your past self actually looked out and made things easier for your future self. So meal planning, um, maybe making your bed in the morning, this is an act of service. Because when you crawl into bed at night, you can like thank your past self for making sure that you have a nice bed to climb into at night. Scheduling regular physical, dental, and mental health checkups. Making sure that you are paying attention to your physical health, not just putting it off to another day, but making sure that you are taking care of your health on a regular basis. Speaking of, I've got to remember to call in a prescription today. I've got the bottle. I brought it down because I'm like, I have to remember because I'm almost out of my medication and I need to make sure that I fill that. So just doing things like that are acts of service. Gianna, that's going to melt. <laughs> I got that heater on. I should put a fidget on it, a popper, pop it or whatever. <laughs> so I thought it was going to melt the rubber. Um, creating an organized, clean, and aesthetically pleasing home environment. Again, your past self is looking out for your future self and doing those acts of kindness and making sure that your future self is set up for success. And then working out and moving your body each day. This is something that we think about when we're thinking of self-care, like making sure that we're taking care of our body. And if you are registered for the challenge, which I hope you are, or I hope you get registered, you're gonna learn that moving your body is not only physical self-care, but emotional self-care as well, because it's awesome for your mental health. So making sure that you are taking care of your body is an acts of service because you are doing self-care. We know that there is power in building strong habits in your life, but sometimes making them stick can be the tricky part. Habits are at the core of creating a life where you feel fulfilled and able to be your best self. Learn how to transform your health, your life, and yourself by downloading my free guide, Building Strong Habits. The link to grab your guide is in the show notes of today's episode. Third self-love language is receiving gifts. And this is where you are absorbing self-love. 
you feel revived and loved through life's little indulgences. You give yourself, one example of this is you gift yourself a certain experience on your bucket list. So if you have not made a dreams list yet and written down some things that you would like to experience in life, right? Life is short, depending, you know, depending on your genes and your circumstances and all of that, you know, we never know if we have tomorrow, but just making a list of things that you dream to do in this lifetime, they could be short-term, they could be, or they could be small dreams, big dreams, right? They could be a mixture of the both, but making sure that you are regularly engaging in these experiences, giving yourself that gift is going to be, it's going to fall under the receiving gift self-love language. Investing in your education and knowledge. These days, it is so easy to learn, right? You've got Skillshare, Udemy, you've got YouTube, so many places just online, you can learn these skills in the comfort. Oh, good. You can learn these comforts. I mean, you can learn these skills in the comfort of your own living room, but making sure that you are engaging in intellectual self-care. And again, you'll learn about this more in the challenge, or if you've been in the past challenges, you'll, you probably recognize that intel, or intellectual self-care is stimulating your mind and making sure that you are giving yourself that gift of knowledge and wisdom. Um, and then traveling, engaging in regular traveling, going new places. This could mean like traveling, experiencing a new place in your own town, being a tourist in your own town or traveling to somewhere far away. It could mean, you know, again, self-care doesn't have to come. You don't have to be alone in order to do self-care grabbing up the kids and going to somewhere new, traveling to somewhere new, even if it's down the street, could be a way to give yourself that gift of wisdom and a new perspective. Fourth self-love language is quality time. I know many of you fear to be alone. Um, I just had this conversation with, hold on, let me just check. I, for some reason I got out of the group and I just want to make sure that I'm not missing any comments from anyone live. I just had this conversation with my husband's cousin. And um, if you are on my newsletter list, you know that if you get the Moms Without Capes weekly scoop, um, I've been sharing with you about my plans to take as another solo vacation. What are you trying to do? Oh, okay, okay. Another solo, solo-cation or solo vacation coming up around Mother's Day. And last year was my first year to do this. And I decided to make it an annual thing because I came back feeling so refreshed and renewed and something that I've wanted to do for years. I am, um, I love being around people, but at the same time, I also have certain um, almost fears of like being by myself, like discomfort. Let's just say it's not really a fear. I don't fear about being by myself, but it's a discomfort, right? Like it is to me, very difficult to like go out to eat by myself or go to the movies by myself or do things that are by myself. It's just that discomfort that you feel like that awkwardness. And maybe some of you don't experience that, but there's probably a lot of you that are in my same boat that would much rather be around people than to have to go somewhere by yourself. And so it was like this test of bravery. <laughs> I love this, but it was such a good feeling. Um, 
one to like not be because you know as moms like we're constantly on demand on call you know doctor's hours but not the pay <laughs> and so um it really was a huge way of a huge like exercise in bravery and an awesome way to fill my cup so the conversation with my my husband's cousin it was all about he lives by himself and he like craves people like he he would say he craves chaos like going on vacation to him is like going somewhere like loud you know like probably Vegas or an amusement park like somewhere like that it's just lots and lots of people whereas me my ideal vacation is lying on the beach enjoying like the warmth of the sun and the solitude and so it was just a different perspective and seeing that that quality time is important to me because that's the way that I feel like being able to give myself that time and space is a way of showing myself or spending time with myself and absorbing that self-love. So feeling re revived and loved through life's little, oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I went back to the receiving gifts in my notes. I'm like, that didn't sound right. I'm like, I swear I just said that before. But focusing on this time of like just being present with yourself. Focusing this time on being present and getting to know more about yourself. And a lot of times you can learn, I mean, not even a lot of times, you can learn a lot about yourself by being around other people, but there's also sometimes, there's also value in being by yourself and pushing yourself through that discomfort where you learn the most about yourself. Setting aside time for daily mindfulness practices, such as meditation or deep breathing. How many times have you gotten to the end of the day and you haven't even taken a deep breath? Like you went from zero to hundred in the morning, you got up and immediately you were on call. Immediately you were facing the demands and the pressures of the day. Being able to give yourself that space to take some deep breaths is a part of spending quality time with yourself and giving yourself what you need. Maybe progressive muscle relaxation. This is something I, I teach my counseling clients, especially when they're dealing with anxiety or feelings of like dissociation. It is a great grounding technique to be able to move through your body and feel that tension and release of tension throughout your body. And it's a great way to be able to do that self-reflection and focus on what's going on with you and in your body. Prioritizing sleep. This is quality time with yourself. You are the one sleeping and you need sleep. So many of you are walking around lacking sleep, walking around on minimum sleep and it's affecting your function, your functioning, your brain functioning, your quality of life, um, your ability to make decisions and your ability to, to focus and concentrate in like that mom brain, the overwhelm and the constant brain fog. And you walk into a room and you don't even remember what it is you walked into or what you walked into the room for. Look at your sleep patterns. Make sure that you are getting high quality and adequate sleep making time for leisure and hobbies. This is a way of spending time, quality time with yourself and speaking that love language and making sure that you're not overscheduling, overbooking, overextending or overcommitting yourself because that is a recipe for overwhelm and burnout. 
So you want to make sure that you're creating margin in your life. And I'm pretty sure I'll have to check on this, but I think I did a podcast episode about creating margin or a Facebook live or something. It might've been a Facebook live before I started actually creating, before I had my Moms Without Capes podcast, but I'll recheck that. And if I can find that, then I'll throw a link in the comment section to that. And then finally, the fifth and final self-love language is physical touch. And this is where you are feeling self-love. You feel at peace when you've done things to make your physical body feel better and more relaxed. So when we talked about the, the exercise, right, this is part of taking care of your physical body. Massages. Self-massage is an amazing tool. My feet, I think I have plantar fasciitis at this point. I've never been officially diagnosed, but the last few months, my feet have been really hurting. Um, and from what I understand, it's like the ligaments in your foot. But when I look it up, it's like the exact same areas that my feet are hurting. The odd thing is, is I have both feet are suffering from it. And I think it's because when I started getting back into to running, I gained some weight. And I think with that combination, my body's like, hell no, I'm not ready yet. So, so I think I developed a little bit of that. So I've been giving myself some rest and some foot massages, um, making sure that I am showing myself that physical touch and the physical, like the physical self-care, stretching your muscles, going to a yoga class, using a foam roller, just going out and getting a massage. These are all ways. If your self-love language is physical touch, make sure you are implementing some of these self-care practices so that you truly showing yourself that self-love. This could be as easy as like moisturizing your face and your body and, and your neck and making sure that you're spending some extra time during the day, you know, with physical contact, treating yourself to a day at a spa, a manicure, a pedicure, a facial, a haircut, you know what I'm talking about, right? Like all of these things that are taking care of your body and being more on the sensual side so that you can feel that self-love, even taking a nice warm bath. And I, I know I never say like self-care is your massages and the bubble baths, for me, this is not my primary love language, my primary self-love language. So for me, this isn't necessarily something that I engage in every day. But like I said, just because you have a primary self-love language doesn't mean that the other ones are not going to make you feel good or not what you actually need. So it all goes back to asking yourself, what do I need today? What do I need in this moment? How can I show myself self-love in this moment? And making sure that you are asking yourself that because I know so many of you go through life and you go through your day and you do not reflect on what it is that you need because you're so busy taking care of everyone and everything else's needs ahead of your own. So just, that's like my main takeaway. If you take out away anything from this video, I want you to just stop and ask yourself of these self-love languages, which one can you use to make you feel love today. So let me know in the comment section, what love language do you speak? What self-love language, I'm sorry. What self-love language do you speak? And you might've even some of, like you may even know right now, this, the top two or three that you know when you speak 
when you speak that language that you feel the most loved and let us know in the comments let's start a conversation about this and let's let's talk if you haven't registered for the self-care challenge, it kicks off again May 2nd, so that's in a few days. I am aiming to get 80 people, 80 moms registered. It's only for moms. It's only for super moms, moms that are struggling with making time for themselves. If you haven't registered, go to momswithoutcapes.com backslash challenge. You can check out the description or the video description comments under the Facebook page not Facebook page, under the Facebook Live, um, and get registered. Um, yeah, so that's it. Get registered for the challenge. I hope to see you in there. Do it right now while you're thinking of it, because I know life is busy. And so when you get registered, you'll get the emails, you'll get the reminders, um, and I'll tag you in the videos and all of that, so that way you don't miss anything. So get registered today, um, and that's it. So I hope everyone has a great week. Take care of yourself. You are so worth it. Thank you for joining me today and I will see you soon. The mission of Moms Without Capes is to empower super moms. Moms who don't make time for themselves because they are so busy taking care of everyone and everything else. My goal is to help you get comfortable with hanging up your cape. You might be holding on tight to your cape, tying your worth to your to-do list, packing your schedule and running the kids all over town, sacrificing or postponing your own passions, neglecting your health, and at the end of the day, falling into bed exhausted and already worrying about what needs to get done tomorrow. Sound familiar? This was me for about a decade. The guilt, the shame, the resentment, the overwhelm, the exhaustion. I struggled to put myself on my to-do list, and when I did, I was last on the list, and rarely did I feel up to doing anything that would make me feel good. So my health, my mood, and my family suffered because of it. I started with the doing part, because I am an action taker, and so I began implementing small acts of self-care into my days. Being intentional about doing one small thing each day that was just for me. Then I began doing the internal work, the mindset shifts, the self-discovery, and the self-building that helped me truly love myself. Before then, I struggled with low self-esteem, lacked confidence, and was constantly criticizing myself. I had limited boundaries, which led me to saying yes, even when I meant no. I learned how to identify what I wanted and needed and then got good at communicating what I needed and wanted. I started dealing with the perfectionism that ruled my life and I started practicing self-compassion. Maybe you are struggling with many of these same issues and you recognize yourself in what I just shared. If so, I invite you to sign up for a discovery call with me. I get it. I can help you let go of that super mom cape and not only find the woman hiding underneath, but fall in love with her. You do not have to do this alone. I want to help you. In the show notes of today's episode, you will find the link to my calendar. Let's talk about what's going on for you and see if working together would make sense on your journey to discovering and loving yourself. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Moms Without Capes podcast. 
I'm always up to hearing your ideas for future episodes, so send me a DM and let me know. And if you enjoyed today's episode, it would be awesome if you'd leave me a positive review wherever you're listening to podcasts these days. Until next time, take care of you. You are worth it.